Good morning, guys, and welcome to Ranking Music by Decade. My name's Lachlan, and I'm your host. Please welcome our guests for today. Hi, I'm Patrick. Hello, I'm Brandon. I'm Chris. And today we're going to be talking about and comparing music by decades, with Brandon supporting the 70s, Chris supporting the 80s, and Patrick supporting the 90s. I hope you enjoy, and let's get straight into it. Starting off with pop. Brandon, what's one memory that revolves around music from your childhood that led to your number one pop song? Alright, so basically ever really since I was born, my parents would play really loud music in front of me uh, in the house. So at a very young age, I've been exposed to my mum and dad's taste in music. And that would usually consist of the 70s, 80s and 90s. But I seem to gravitate more towards the 70s. So... I'd have to choose Uptown Girl by Billy Joel for my nice, most nice. memorable pop song as it just brings me back to those mornings where my mum would blast music while we cleaned the house. She still does, but those memories kind of formed my music taste. So I think that is a really significant memory of mine. Right, that's a very good take, Brandon. Now we'll go to Chris. Chris, what's one song that you think really encapsulates pop in the 1980s? Honestly, it's pretty hard to decide because pop is probably the genre that the 80s is most renowned for. But I'm going to have to choose Everybody Wants to Rule the World because it's just really iconic. Um, It has a lot of the elements that's present in all other 80s songs like the synths and stuff. Um, A lot of the lyrics talk about how nothing ever lasts forever and making the most of things. So it's kind of emotional but also got a kind of positive vibe to it. And I just think it's a really iconic song of the 80s and pretty nostalgic. Yeah, that's a very good take, Chris. So now to decide who won the pop genre, I think I'd have to hand that one off to the 1970s with Brandon. Now we'll move on to rock, starting off with Patrick. Patrick, walk me through how rock has affected your life and how that has led to your number one rock song of the 1990s. Well, I've got to say, rock has been like such a large part of my life and it's just the most common type of music that was played in my household throughout my childhood. And I think it's because of that, rock music has been my favourite genre of just all-time music. And then in the 90s, rock had evolved to the grunge variety and it's just an iconic sound of the era. And I think that's why it's influenced my choice of it being Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana as the best rock song of the 90s. Good pick. I think the song just encapsulates the sound of the era and it's just become an iconic rock song with a guitar riff that everyone knows and it just remains popular to this day. Very good argument there, Patrick. Now, Brandon, what's your number one rock song from your decade and why is that better than Patrick's? Well, ever since I've been learning the electric guitar, classic rock has been an area of interest for me. So whenever I'm on YouTube looking for tutorials, on how to learn the guitar and stuff like that for intermediate players. There's one song that has always been in the tutorials and that's Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. I just, I love the song. Ever since I've heard it on that YouTube tutorial, I've been listening to it every day and it's, uh, it's influenced me trying to learn that on the guitar. And I just think it's a perfect representation of the 70s. You know, it's a seven minute rock ballad and it's got an even more recognisable guitar riff than Smells Like Teen Spirit. And yeah, I just I love the song. Both of you, really good arguments for the rock genre, but this time I think I'll have to decide to side with the 1970s. Now we'll move on to Love. Patrick, Love was a huge part of the 1990s music. What is your number one love song from your decade and why? Well, yeah, I think Love was a really big part of the 90s because it 
transition to just a sense of hopeless romanticism within the songs, like stuff like Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls or November Rain by Guns N' Roses. They just perfectly captured the feeling of hopelessness when it comes to love. But with this, I think the best love song of the 90s is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Not only is it a great love song, it also speaks to people as it can really be about any type of love, whether it be lost or found. And I believe the good love song should focus on love as a whole, and Kiss from a Rose does exactly that. Once again, a very good argument, Patrick. Now, Chris, what are your favourite love songs from the 1980s, and why? Well, again, like with pop, the 80s produced so many great love songs as well. Um, some of my favourites would probably be Time After Time by Sidney Lauper and uh, High Love by Steve Winwood. But I think overall the best one would probably be Africa by Toto. Great it's just pick. super iconic. I think uh, I reckon it's probably known and loved by like most people. Um, the song tells a story about love and commitment that can be appreciated by anyone, I think. And it's just, you know, super iconic and nostalgic. Right. Once again, great arguments from both sides. This time, I definitely have to side with the 1980s with Africa by Toto. Cool. We'll move on to our last topic, which is overall songs comparison. So we'll start with Patrick. What's one thing that makes your decade's music special? Well, I believe that the 90s marked the end of an era with the 80s leaving it behind. It just brought on new sounds like grunge and took them to new heights focused less on synth music and brought the focus back to vocals and bands as a whole. But what most people remember about the 90s would have to be the introduction of like new boy bands and girl groups with the Spice Girls and the Backstreet Boys to name a couple. But the 90s also brought an uprise of rap music with artists such as the Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac, of whom also defined the decade. Overall, the music of 90s was mainly an adaptation of events of the time as there was a large amount of optimism in music, but also also a hint in despair. Good argument again, Patrick. Chris, why has music been so important for you throughout your life? I've always been a fan of music throughout my life. Uh, most of my music taste came from the music my parents used to play in the car, so that was a lot of rock like Nirvana, White Stripes, Linkin Park. Um, there was a bit of 90s rap like Karis One and Ice-T, and like a lot of early 2000s music and um, well my love of 80s music though would come from a combination of my parents who grew up in the 80s who so they shared a lot of their music with me Uh, my mum even still has a cassette of Smash It's 87 and um, I also gained a love of 80s music from movies recently movies and shows have like gone back to the 80s and made them more popular again and I reckon Without the resurgence of 80s-themed movies and shows like Stranger Things and all that stuff, a lot of people wouldn't know about some of the great music from that period. Totally agree with you, Chris. I reckon overall winner for this podcast, I definitely have to decide with the 1970s with Brandon. Now, if you just can't get enough of that podcast, it was just what you needed or you thought it was just simply the best, you can find more episodes from our school, Cabernet Dominican College. You can check them out on the School Life podcast page. This podcast was produced by Lachlan, Patrick, Brandon and Chris for Cabernet Medical College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school podcasts. See ya. Thanks for listening.